Welcome to Nerdables. On this episode, we are discussing the new Marvel MCU series, What If? The new Eternals trailer. And we are going to go through and see What If? works in other genres or series, such as like Harry Potter. Where does What If? work in the DC universe? Or see wherever else we can figure out a What If? storyline. And wrestling fans, stay to the end because we are going to be discussing the return of CM Punk on AEW's Rampage. So this episode is episode 404, What If? Alright, welcome everyone. Joining me are Chris, Mikey, and Ethan, and I'm R.A., you really got to tell us what you plan on talking about before you just jump in. You don't want to jump in? No. I want to know what the hell you're going to talk about. We're going to talk about what if. It's the mystery. Well, that's it. Okay, cool. So this will be this will be quick. Well, no, because I well, the other thing I want to do is I was thinking about this because somebody on Facebook put, you know, with the Marvel what if, what if in Star Wars? What would be the top five things that you would have as what if in Star Wars? And I was thinking about well, that. We've, we've talked about that a thousand times. But I was also thinking about. Like playing the infinites, the infinites for. Yeah. Episode one through, but three. I was thinking of other other genres and other top, you know, other things too. Like, what would be the Harry Potter the top five what ifs? Uh, what if J.K. Rowling wasn't a garbage human being? <laughs> There's number one. Yeah, <laughs> discussion over. <laughs> it's like, what if Voldemort never killed Harry's parents? Then not, the story's not done. <laughs> There's no story. What if What if Harry went into you can't, Slither? You can't have, what if What if What if Harry's parents weren't killed? Okay. Voldemort wins. No, there's no yeah, then, over. It's just saying, what, what if uh, Aunt Beru and Uncle Owen don't get, you know, barbecued to death? Yeah. Luke's not leaving. Yeah. What if, hey, hey, the old man if, wants to take me to Alderaan. Nope. Damn. Because, Sorry, Ben. Because last week's what if in the Marvel what if was like, okay, it, it's very, that would very likely could have happened, you know, where somebody needs to jump into the pod because. Steve gets shot or, you know, or, or, you know, doesn't make it. And then, okay, Peggy is the most likely choice to jump in at that point. Cause if you've got to do it right then and there. So that one kind of makes sense. This one, this week with Chachala, it's a very interesting. I mean, the idea that, that the Ravengers wouldn't know where to go, but they found, they go to the strongest non, the, the strongest cosmic energy source, which would be, Wakanda and find a kid there that I mean it does make sense it's not like it's somewhere out of the blue like you know when you first see the trailer you're thinking why would they pick T'Challa you know to fill that role instead of uh, Peter doesn't Yondu say something like we were at the wrong location yeah like, he yeah, does so but that, that's what's interesting about it is that it does well the make two, sense that, the with two that pick him up because they follow a cosmic signature because they expect Peter Quill to have mm -hmm. some <laughs> sort of residual taser face that doesn't have so they go to a what what is a cosmic meteorite, find a kid and bring him up, but they have a hollow of his face. It's like he doesn't look like him. They they establish within the movie that most of the Ravagers are brain dead. They're just stupid idiots. So Yeah. You know, yeah. and again, it's just they're having fun with it. They just kind of threw something. It's the kind of thing that I've been asked for in terms of the the movies and stuff to kind of deviate from what's already established in the comics. It's just like, look, you've got a new universe, play around with it. Mm -hmm. Don't just give me all right, the the Avengers are the same Avengers and this and then, you know. Same bad guy, same whatever. 
Well, I mean, and then the so Peggy Carter one have, pretty much follows the same. Yeah, it's the that's, same. That's, that's the, the lever, that was the that was the the complaint of the first one is outside of Peggy and Steve flipping roles, it's all but the same. Correct. We get an early armor. We get, you know, uh, Bucky doesn't get captured by Hydra. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's pretty much the same thing, including her, you know, making a sacrifice of herself and then waking up years later and seeing Nick Fury. Um, so it, it, this one was very different in that it's not an established storyline. It gives you the, the 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 stone piece, but from there, it's completely different. Yeah. You know, it has the same opening, but at the point where Jaiman Hunchu's character, and I just saw his name, and I totally forgot what Corda? it is. Is yes. that his name? Yeah. Yes. Where he's like, oh, my God. You're like <laughs> the Star-Lord. And I love the idea that Chris Pratt is, you know, that, that Peter Quill is such a loser that nobody knows who he is. But, of course, T'Challa already <laughs> is a rock star throughout the cosmos that everybody loves. Because he's done more stuff. Yeah, he's not just a thief and, you know. Right. Yeah. And it's also, he's not, you know. As arrogant? Peter Quill, well, Peter Quill as Star-Lord was not a part of a group. Mm-hmm. That's the thing I think a lot of people forget is when he opened that movie, he's alone. Yeah, T'Challa is is well, picked up alone, by the Ravagers, but, but he's just not a part of a group. He leaves the Ravagers. That's the point where he leaves the Ravagers. He was supposed to go pick that up for Yondo and the and the Ravagers. Yeah, but he's not. You can tell he's not a big part of that group. Mm-hmm. Where you have T'Challa join and end up leading right the Ravagers because he was meant to be a king. He's meant to be a leader. He's meant to be well. Yondo says you know horse. every planet you go to. You know, you're accepted and you're, you know, you, mm-hmm. you know, whereas Peter is just an outlaw. Mm-hmm. He's also not, he doesn't, he doesn't get to control what the Ravagers do. To right. It does. Correct. So he's made a name for himself in that group throughout mm-hmm. the galaxy. And so we see the beginning and a, you know, he saves, I mean, you just said it. I totally forgot. <laughs> I'll never remember that. He saves his life. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't sacrifice him. He keeps keeps him with him. It's like this is how we recruit people, and that establishes the thing where we start to see new ravagers. Where you're like, oh, what? These people aren't ravagers, <laughs> Thanos is there. Thanos. <laughs> That's the flip when it turns, and it's like, oh, okay. And then he still has the same idea, but it's also like <laughs> T'Challa beats Thanos by talking to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes his argument all but invalid and you know it's it's the it's it's like they wrote it from a meme where you know they're like how do you how do you make double the number of resources you know they're like kill half the planet double the number of resources mm-hmm. oh well that's not as much fun <laughs> so that's what t'challa does and that's the whole point of the, the thing is to go to get the cosmic seed or whatever it was the super alfalfa that'll <laughs> Feed people is, you know, you can put this on worlds that don't have a population and you can export that food in order to feed more people. I love they call it the Genesis seed. Yeah. Embers of Genesis. They're embers of Genesis, Genesis. which is, you know, it plays off of Star Trek 2, 3. 2. 2. Well, 2 and 3, but it's the point of 2 and then the planet is the third one. Um, It was really super well done. You know, we get the, the collector... We have Nebula shows up. The animation is amazing. Oh, the animation is so yeah. much fun. I know there's some people that are like, animation's boring. I'm like, it's not Toy Story. Calm the fuck down. But I love the like fact it's that... cell shade type thing. That the cause and effect, right? So the cause and effect is they... they you know, T'Challa becoming Star-Lord, in a way, stops Thanos. You know? Not in a way. It completely, it, it completely stops completely, completely stops Thanos. But... And it becomes a joke. Not getting Peter Quill... Allows ego still to possibly come, you know. Well, yeah. To 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 fulfill his fulfill his plan. 
So, so you're still like, uh, wait yeah, a minute. Lose Earth, big deal. We're a bunch of idiots anyway. Well, no, he wanted to change every planet to be like him. Yeah, but you know T'Challa's going to stop him, so that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to have a sit-down conversation. Yeah. And, you're yeah. like, stop it. Oh, yeah, you're right. You were great in that movie with The Thing. Yeah, I was, wasn't I? That was cool. <laughs> like, be badass. No, uh, but it was it was very interesting. It was well, so well done. And I was wondering how these were going to play out, you know. And the first one, the the, the first episode with Captain Carter is amazing. I mean, oh, totally. It is the same thrift, but the the art is fantastic. the The choreography and the movement in it is great. I mean, it's a very kind of Japanese style. You almost pulled my uh, arm off. <laughs> And yeah, that was yeah, that that's was the, the joke for that of yeah. of and that's the thing with, with with Thanos. The joke becomes the fact that he still thinks that the idea that the right idea is to kill half yeah. the people. And then and he gets a scene it's at the not, end. It's with not him. genocide with it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it was really well done. But it just started making me think about, you know, these other what ifs. I mean, because you really, if you wanted to, you could do the same style, you know, the six, seven, eight uh, you know, animated series or four yeah, there's you know, a, there's Star Wars, or for you know, that's basically what the what what we're going to get kind of with the uh, visions. Visions, yeah. I don't think visions is like that. Visions is just stories in the middle, and I don't think you see any characters that you already know. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. there were a few that had characters no. that you know. Didn't I don't look completely yeah. different because I think it's stories. all it's all set. I'm trying not to watch any of the. I didn't watch the trailer it. at all because I know I'm going to watch it. I knew there was a new trailer that came out. There was a new trailer that came out this week for Eternals, which. I don't watch that either. Exactly what said. you wanted. It explains it so yeah, much and better. I was like I don't want to want to. It's like I'm, it'd be interesting to go into a Marvel movie really not knowing what the story is. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what everybody that, thinks. Think, think Spider Man's going to be like that. Part of the reason that Winter Soldier had the effect that it did on me the very first time is that all the trailers were Cap versus Winter Soldier. You know, it's Bucky. If you've read it, they don't tell you the plot. No, at all. You went back and watched those trailers. They don't tell you anything of the plot. So I remember when I saw it with you and they get to the bunker. This is Secret Warriors. Holy shit. This yeah. is Hydra Secret Warriors. This is awesome. Well, no, this that, is exactly what Because, you know, the whole thing with Pierce, I was like, okay, they're just introducing people. But right. it, it's, you know, this. this. But they did a great job of, of hiding Fury. the plot. Like they did, yeah, you know, you hiding Hydra. no Hydra. idea. The, the beginning, it's it's the, the, the first quarter of the film is that uh, Fury's hiding something. Correct. The, the Lemarian star. Yes. Natasha being on the mission to pull data instead of actually rescuing mm-hmm. ho- hostages. The the reveal of the helicarriers, the yes. reveal of the even through that, even though when he he gets to in the, the council or gets to Pierce and says we should actually push the launch back because yep. what Steve's talking about is true. When he tells it to Steve, he's like, You gotta get on board. Well, even we're it, about to kill some people and it's gonna be awesome. Get on board, and then goes upstairs. And says, I can't get the right information. And that's where you start to go, wait, something else is going on here. This isn't just Fury. Right. And then he gets, you know, he gets uh, uh, an assassination attempt, which is awesome. And he ends up in Steve's. But even, even, yeah, I'm going to say, even when you, even when you have Fury telling Steve something else is going on. And even in the, when Steve's in the uh, elevator and, you know, he has to fight. um, What are they called? The strike team. Strike team. When they, when, Once you know, you but get you Hydra. still don't know. You still don't know it's Hydra, right? Until you know, you get you to know the there's something different, and whether it's Fury or it's Pierce, then you start to realize that maybe something's going on with right. Pierce. Because when they're in the hospital, all of a sudden, Rumblo is very different, right? You know, it's like they want you back at Shield. All right, I'll get there now. Hey, yeah. 
Don't talk to me like that. What's like, even what Steve doesn't trust Natasha. Steve doesn't trust Natasha. Steve doesn't, you know, would you trust me to do the same thing? I do now. Yeah. It's not until you get to the bunker and you realize, oh, this is this is much deeper. Yes. And that Holy I've shit, said it Hydra here a number won. of times of one of the reasons that I've I've really enjoyed the last few Mission Impossibles is they don't tell you the plot in the trailer Correct. anymore. It's, like, it's not anything. It's not, oh, he's got a bomb and he's bringing it here. It's just like, you know there's a bad guy and you know there's Tom Cruise and stuff's going to happen. And he's going to hang off of a plane or something or he's going to, you know, skydive from space. Well, even with Shang-Chi, we don't know the whole thing. We just know... Shang-Chi, because of knowing Shang-Chi... Yes, we don't know the specific, but it is... His father wants him to join his organization. Right. Okay. But then, that's about it. They, 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 yeah, give, they give you there's not part a lot of that's the plot. Deeper. Yeah. Yes. There's not a lot that's deeper with Shang-Chi. That's that's almost every Shang-Chi story if it's him alone. Right. It's his dad. It used to be Fu Manchu, and you can't use that anymore. Well, even, uh, even with Eternals, they give you kind of, you know... The first trailer that you know you're going wait why didn't you help out with Thanos why didn't you do you know why didn't you stop Hitler why didn't you do this thing if you've been here for so long you know you and you love these people so much this one they kind of give you they pose that question yes in that, in that trailer in the last trailer <laughs> in the last trailer they pose the question yeah. and to they don't explain they don't why explain, yeah they don't explain they it. just now now that it's because of We've the never snap you have to get things yeah, now we yeah, have to interfere the same crap correct just. Whatever. Like I said, I'm not I'm if I can, I'm not gonna watch that last trailer. I'll go see it. You know, someone asked me, yeah, Did you see the trailer yet? And I said There really isn't. No. Uh they said, Did you see the trailer? And I said, unless the trailer shows me how Camille and Johnny gets that ripped, <laughs> I'm not interested. If I don't get a shot of him like, you know, bench pressing or some stuff, I don't care. Whatever. You know, I want that that needs to be in the movie. There just needs to be a montage. Of Camille just like, you know, they should have done it with Chris Pratt. And throughout the throughout the seven hundred or seven thousand years yeah, they've been here, just, he's like, just he ripping. shows up. He shows up on the planet seven centuries ago or seven you know millennia ago, and he looks like Camille and Johnny, the stand up. You know, kind of a dad bod, not a big deal. And then it's just it's all Bollywood dancing. Yeah, he just dances and you get the Rocky theme going in the background. You have whoever is whoever is hired by Marvel as their trainer. Whoever the head trainer of Marvel Studios is, that guy is a superstar because he gets these dudes. Woof. Well, yeah, but even with Pratt, the first thing they told him was stop drinking beer. Yeah. <laughs> it should be a clue to everybody. I uh, know, but yeah, the trailer came out. It made a lot more sense. Um, speaking of trailers, we got a He-Man trailer this week for a new He-Man series that's going to be on Netflix. That's not the Kevin Smith one. Revelation is on Netflix, right? Yes, yeah. both uh, th this one and He-Man and the Masters of the Universe that's coming out uh, September 16th or something. Mm. This it's one weird that's to have that in between the two Totally. the two parts of the seasons. Revelation is the continuation of the original right. cartoon. Yeah. with a different tone. It's always interesting when they do that. Yeah. It's like J.J. Resolute. It's like, oh, everything that happened in the cartoon happened, but here everybody dies and they're firing yeah. bullets for no right. reason. And all the mysticism's gone. There's no, like, ghosts fighting. God, that show is stupid. This one looks uh, almost like they took parts of the original story, and then remember when they He-Man went to space? You know, they decided to reboot. In the late 90s, mm -hmm. they did, or mid-90s, they decided to reboot He-Man. Mm -hmm. Marvel, or Mattel did. Mm -hmm. And they changed the complete look, the whole idea of the story, and they put him in space. I have solar power. Well, this this kind of feels like that, but they looks like they've <laughs> they've made this for. <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is a 
earnestness just looking at him. Yes. I have solar power. <laughs> hey, that was enough to make you move the microphone. <laughs> That's it. I'm going that home. Was, Thank you, guys. That was mic drop. <laughs> mic drop. That was amazing. Well, don't drop this mic. It's connected to everything else. You have to drop all four of them. I want you to time. pick up Mike yeah. and drop it. <laughs> 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 that was good. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to continue, but you just can't. <laughs> you got to give Chris yes, a there second. Was, there was a Space He-Man, and then they did another He-Man reboot. The, the, well, the He-Man they, reboot in the two thousands was see, amazing, never, and it looks a lot like the. Yeah, no one, no one did. That's it's I the did. same thing when. <laughs> but that's why I got canceled because no one else uh, watched it. It's when I ever mentioned that Thunderbolts got rebooted by Cartoon Network, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "There were eight episodes that were really great, and then they were like, Annoying Orange is awesome. Let's cancel it.'" This <laughs> went two seasons because they they went through, they went through He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, and then they got to He-Man versus the Snake Men, and. One of the last arcs that they started to do was Hordak coming. And they canceled it before they got really going with Hordak. And that was where it was really getting interesting. And Hordak's always been a cool character. Granted, when he was, you know, fighting She-Ra, it wasn't that great. But he or in the comic books, he was you know, Hordak was Thanos, basically. Um But yeah, so this new one is really set towards preschoolers. Yeah, the new one is the the yeah. Kids want to get. Yeah, like animation, animation. It's interesting to do that. It's more three D animation the, style. The weird thing is yeah. to CGI. do that yeah. to have a kids show, one, which would think to be the continuation of the original series, right. is the complete reboot restart. Yes. While the one that we get that's the more serious in tone yeah. and has all the buzz is a continuation of the of the well, show. I mean, that I, kind of makes sense because, you know, everybody who grew up watching the original show is now older, and so they yeah, want to set a tone right. for... But, but, but the, the thing is, you can set that tone with a reboot. You, you could... Kevin Smith could have rebooted the entire universe based off of the ideas. This is what everybody mm-hmm. always does, right? They take all the things that originally were there. Look at She-Ra. Look at, look at Voltron. Voltron took the pieces of Voltron from the 80s, a show that was basically the same episode 175,000 times. And they took that that blueprint and then just kind of jumbled it up and mm. flattened it back out. And all of these pieces are in different places. And you have a different budget and different things you can do. The first season was very people-oriented and traveling through space-oriented because the lions were expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was always, I'm in my lion and I went to this other planet. Then I got out of my lion and walked around for a couple of hours and then came back. The second season, like, oh, we got money? Awesome. We're getting row beasts and Voltron in every episode. But they expanded that kind of story. And that's the thing with a lot of these is that the mm. thoroughfare story doesn't exist in 80s cartoons. Correct. You know, what, if, you what, watch, what, you, you, if you watch G.I. Joe, you realize Cobra can't have any money. They lose everything every other episode. All of our rattlers are destroyed. All of our hit. Don't worry, everybody jumped out. They have parachutes. All of our <laughs> temples, all of our flying airships, they're all gone. And yet the next episode... I have 85,000 his tanks and fang copters and we're going to invade New York. The only through fair were the the five that they would, you know, they would do a when the season premiere or they they were all one season according to them. But every time the new school year came around, they would have a five arc episode. So you know, you would have yeah. the weather dominator and you would have those would air, you know, five for those that the mass one week. device, the weather dominator, rise of serpentor, rise of serpentor, all the rise of serpentor rise. But as a as a series, there's no there's no master plan, 
Right. You know? There's nothing, you know, whoever Roadblock was in the first episode, he's the same exact person in the last episode. Right, there's no character. There's no, you know, la- lasting romances in any way. Um, there's no addressing the confusion to fans of the comic book as to why they don't use Snake Eyes more. He doesn't talk, and it's a filmed, <laughs> it doesn't really work. Um, they never address why Storm Shadow loses to Spirit. I don't know where that came from. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, why both of them are massively racist. Uh, <laughs> wow. Um, so, wait, so the, but the there's new a lot series of, does a, it. Yeah. When you get to like G.I. Joe Resolute, which they don't dress like those original a bikini things, in every other episode. Uh, that show is so horny. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. G.I. <laughs> Joe is horny as F. No wonder why we're all screwed up. Six-year-olds watching the Baroness in an entire episode in a bikini, and the beginning of the episode, Lady J gets undressed <laughs> in a dressing room, and then gets captured by arcade or whatever, the Toy Master. Mm-hmm. Um, Resolute said, "Okay, all that stuff exists, and the kind of relationships that you saw exist, but we're going to open on the idea that Bazooka's dead, and Major Blood was executed by Cobra Commander." Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, we didn't see a single person die for 595 episodes, and two people die in the first five minutes. And you get to see people shot and yeah. blood, and it's awesome. And it's also you know Duke and Scarlet are together, and they're they have some sort of suit where bullets go around them. Because <laughs> that scene in the Arctic when they and find that- Zartan standing in the middle, back to back, and all these people are shooting at him, and they're all missing. <laughs> what are these guys stormtroopers? This is stupid. <laughs> they um, had snow in their eyes. Yeah. So um, the, the, the the Masters of the Universe one is, I still haven't seen it. I still have no Well, the Kevin Smith one, it, it's not so much they kept the same tone as the originals. They kept the same character and vehicle designs. Yeah, they did the designs and the relationships are all the same. And then halfway through the first episode, they change it all. So, which is, I mean, it's, it's you know, they, they still kept some of the designs, but... Mm. They started changing a lot of the ideas and a lot of character. You know, I mean, Tila goes from looking like Well, Tila. that's the kind of update you're looking for. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, Tila was always a terrible design anyway. Yeah. I still I still remember seeing the film. Tila Tequila? Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's the voice. Yeah. Uh, Evil Lynn has, takes off her hat and her hair falls down. She's and got, said something like to, to you know, as, as like a fanboy at the time, like, I don't know why they didn't keep the original designs. And my mom saw my Tila figures like, that's not making it in a movie. <laughs> Are you kidding me? She's wearing a leotard and a and a brassiere. I mean, that's this, you can't put that in a film. Yeah, that's true. Her skirts up to her thigh, you know, yeah. the upper thighs. It's not even that. She's wearing a swimsuit. I mean, yeah. she's basically wearing a leotard. Yep. And then her are up to her chin. So you know, and massively big. You can yeah. tell. You know, you guys designed He Man figures. Bong. <laughs> <laughs> that is the worst. Oh my god, that guy. Um. So okay. What what if with uh, He Man? If you can, what if there isn't really a story? That's the thing. Is yeah. the original all the stuff that I saw? There isn't really a, a cohesive story. In it. What if Adam didn't find the sword and go to Grayskull? Then Man at Arms would be He Man. What if it was Tila? What if it wasn't any of them? What if it the sword was only? It's the Shira thing. No, nobody else would find the sword and actually have, um have the same power that that she-ra has because she's destined for the sword wasn't that the whole idea she's she's uh, adam was the only she's one adam's sister right no but in the new she-ra yes in the new she-ra she's the only one that can hold that sword nobody yes. else can hold it yes so yeah, she, in the idea of masters it. of the yeah when, in the in the idea of masters of the universe in the beginning is adam's the only one who can do it it's the king arthur yeah there's no one else so it doesn't matter that that isn't a what if because the difference would be what if the sword wasn't just made for adam 
Right. Or what, what, if, what if you want to do the what if? What if you wanted to do the original story that there were two halves of the sword? Right. Skeletor had the other one, which it's is what, never brought up. I mean, it's brought up in the in the comics that came with the toys, but, and it's brought up in the Kevin Smith one. Yeah. So that's you know, the what if game is it's it's tougher with these non cohesive stories. Mm. Okay. What if uh, Storm Shadow had never, and then Snake Eyes never, <laughs> or what? If, what if Storm? Shadow, what if Snake Eyes had never? Um, well, see, that doesn't work either because Stankos is really a commando, not a ninja. Um, the idea is what if Tommy never invites Snake Eyes to come? Yeah. And Snake Eyes, or Tommy's the head of the Arishkagi clan. Yeah, I know. That's, that because one doesn't the, work. The only way that the, the only reason the Hardmaster is killed right. is because he's imitating Snake Eyes. Because Cobra Commander hires Zartan to kill yes. the guy who he feels responsible for killing his brother. Yes, because it's the car crash. Which, if you think about the the rise of or the rise of Cobra movie, actually followed the comic book and the cartoons or the comic book better than a little bit, yeah, in terms of the relationships that are than there. Snake Eyes Origins. <laughs> Snake Eyes Origin wasn't good. Awful. Oh God, awful, awful movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Just oh, in my terms goodness. of base for GI Joe fans, everything. It's a terrible. Even if you change it to you know. Tommy and the Arishkagi, it's still terrible. Really? Mm-hmm. Because the person that they tell you is supposed to be the hero uh, in Snake Eyes yeah. is the bad guy. Throughout three the entire quarters of the movie. movie. Yeah. Storm yeah. Shadow is the only interesting part of that film. And Samara Weaving, I'm sure she's a wonderful actress. Oh. Yeah. She was the Amelia Clark from Genesis in this. Thing. Yeah. She was so out of it. And all of the lines are deserved. Awful. Awful, awful, awful. I didn't like the Baroness either. Baroness was not great. It was bad. That's it was sucks. super bad. Yeah. And not in a super badass way. And then let's add a mystic sucks. stone into it. <laughs> it's always got to be a super weapon. It's always got to be a super weapon. Because they always want to do the cartoon. They never want to do the... Well, even the comic had the brainwave scanner. So it eventually got Transformers in them. <laughs> um, Were they sort of hoping that this was the Bumblebee for their franchise? Yes. yes. This was supposed to reset the whole universe. The yeah. G.I. Joe team exists. Yeah. And Cobra exists. And they are in opposition, and they find out the bad guy for that's trying to destroy the Urshkagi clan has allied himself with Cobra. And so they call Scarlet to say, well, we got Cobra problems. I'm on my way. Hold on. I need to beat up these guys <laughs> in a restroom. I'm coming. Don't worry. What the hell is G.I. Joe? Oh, it's a terrorist fighting organization. Let's get back to talking about ninjas. And, oh, it's so and then it ends awful. up that Snake Eyes' it's father awful. was a part of G.I. Joe. Storm Shadow is the most interesting character because he's the good guy for most of it. But when he turns because he feels slighted over the fact that he'll never take over the Arishkagi clan and he gets all, throws a millennial temper tantrum and yeah. runs out. That's the like, only reason that, that, Snake Eyes is there. Like, you, you agree with him, though, that at that point, too. You're, that's what I mean. It's like, he's supposed he to be the bad guy, and wrong. you are rooting for the bad guy basically he's never, at the end of the movie. The only he reason never Snake shows, Eyes goes to the clan is to steal the jewel because... So he can find out who killed his father, which yes. is Storm Shadow's story in the comic. Mm. Tommy joins Cobra only because Cobra Commander says, I know who killed your uncle, mm. because he, Storm Shadow's framed for it. So everyone believes that, that Tommy did it. Yeah. Cobra Commander contacts him as a ninja and says, you come and act as my personal bodyguard because everyone in this organization is trying to kill me. Mm. Which he actually doesn't do any bodyguarding. I love the him. fact that his name is Tommy still. I've well, always, they, it always bothered me. because Well, no, they, in the book it says his name is 
unpronounceable in English. Right. And so everyone just called him Tommy. He asked, when he was in Vietnam, he asked, he was asked, he asked everyone to call him Tommy. Okay. And remember, he was born in San yeah. Francisco. Yeah. He's an American citizen. So he was, but his, his classic Japanese name is, no one could pronounce it anyway. Not that it's unpronounceable. I think he said no one pronounced it when he was a kid. You're right. Like no okay. one could, yes. no one could okay. do it. Okay, now I remember that. Yes. So he asked to be called Tommy. That's right. Um, so Stalker always calls him Tommy. And, you know, Snake Eyes, when he had a voice, called him Tommy. So the only reason that he became a part of Cobra was Cobra Commander says, I know who killed <laughs> your uncle. It's because he was the one that hired Zartan to do it. Okay, so what if Hasbro never made a G.I. Joe movie? <laughs> I think fans would be a lot happier. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The Joe Bros would be a lot happier. They'd all be a lot happier. What if, what if uh, they didn't freak out over Resolute? Yeah, that would be interesting. What if they restarted the whole brand? That would be that. That's the what if. That's the real life what if. Okay. What if that meeting went with? Oh, you know what? Fans do really like this. Oh, all of our fans are thirty now. Let's just go forward with this. What if Renegades didn't get canceled and Hasbro gave us the BS excuse? We don't want people to get to get confused. You got a Transformers cartoon running. You got a Transformers movie. They had like movie. three Transformers movies or cartoons running. That was Yeah, it was either mm-hmm. you're running three Transformers cartoons at the same time and no one got confused of that. You ran a Transformers cartoon when the first movie came out. No one got confused about that. But for some reason, you think anyone who watches Renegades is not going to be able to figure out Channing Tatum as Duke? Come on. <laughs> That's not, you just like, hey, no one's watching this. Yeah. What if Michael Bay never made Transformers movies? Hasbro wouldn't exist. Yeah. Right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, okay. What if Bruce Wayne's parents had never been killed? No Bruce Wayne. No Batman. no Batman. Would there still be Joker and all the... That's the that's the story, isn't it? That's always... That's according to Batman uh, uh, Dark Knight. Yeah. That's what it is. It's the, the criminals went to the superpowered guys in order to take on Batman because Batman was too strong for... The families and everything, he was able to actually stop the crime that was out there, or make a significant dent in 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 you know mob based crime, gang based crime, street crime, and so these super villains came out because well we need help. Yeah, the criminal cool. element needs help, so they need a you know these type of people. What if? Superman never landed for the Kents, but landed for Russia. Red Sun. Yeah, it's called Red Sun. No, the <laughs> Luthers. He'd be abused as a child. Because <laughs> you really, wouldn't have, and really you rich. You necessarily <laughs> wouldn't have Lex Luthor be a master villain. He still would be. Maybe the Luthers would treat Clark better than Lex, and Lex would still be end up the same. And so, so right he it. would be still be Superman yeah, because mm-hmm. Clark could do everything. And Clark burns his hair off with his. That, that, yes, yeah, so that's why Lex would be bad. Here, yeah, let me give you a haircut, Lex. <laughs> it, it it the way that you would write that story in a in a it's Clark and Cal El has an inherent goodness, right? And instead of punching people, he would use the Lex fortune. That's the what yeah. if. Right. What if Bruce Wayne's parents yeah, weren't yeah. killed? Bruce fixes Gotham with a bunch of cash. <laughs> And as, as one of, I think it, I think it was thing. yeah because yeah. there was that that thing running towards I think the end of last year where it became a big and they become best friends the because their mothers and Martha Bruce Wayne as Batman really just you know that he's not a good person because he just beats up mentally ill people right. and <laughs> they were just like oh, you know Batman Bruce Wayne can do more to fix Gotham than Batman if he just spent some money and there was a writer that came on and said yeah but. You can't write 680 issues of someone signing a check. 
So, so you know, it's like there's a point where we take these these four color stories and these these fantasies and everything, and we overthink it. Oh, totally. You that's know, what fans do, and that's what that's I've, what fandom I've is. Said it with uh, I probably said it last week. You can't have cancer in the Marvel universe, right? Because as soon as you do, you're like, that's what you don't fix. Yeah, right. like come on. Um, Grant Morrison's first JLA run, the New World Order one, with the um, the Hyper Clan. Like, why why don't you why don't you create rain in the Sahara and build the largest farm in the world and fix hunger and right? Why doesn't Flash build all these houses? Well, humanity has to save itself. See ya. You know, <laughs> when you bring those things up, you're like, yeah, why don't they? Hey, Killer Frost is a good guy now. She Can't she just go to the Sahara and just, like, make ice and let yeah. it melt? You can't have living gods and not have these questions. Yeah, right. you've got Answer. all these types of... Unless you had somebody, you know, Lex Luthor, you know, isn't just trying to take over the world. You know, every time they cure cancer, he finds a way to bring it back. Yeah, what's the advantage to him? Yeah. The People Delta die. variant of cancer. Yeah, it's it's not. I mean, one of the best. Uh, you know, the that, Joker that, steals that, and destroys well, the no, cure it, for cancer. It's yes, that's the type of person you'd have to have. There's that great um, Spider-Man versus Sauron in the Savage Land. It was like, wait, you can rewrite DNA on the fly. You could cure cancer, and Sauron says, "I don't want to cure cancer. I want to turn people into dinosaurs." Yeah, that's all he wants to do. I mean, <laughs> that's that's the motivation for him is, I just want to turn people into dinosaurs because it's cool. You know that sort of thing. So you have to come up with an equally stupid answer. Yes. For the very realistic question of uh what's Soren's real name? Is it Kyle? Lycos? Is that it? Is that right? Uh it's Dr. Lycos, sort of isn't sounds, it? Sounds, yeah. Sounds, yeah, that sounds Let's call him Kyle Lycos. Dr. Lycos would be a multi-billionaire mm-hmm. to be able to design a, a, some Sorry. sort of process where you can rewrite DNA on the fly. Because not only you could you could cure cancer, you could cure any physical deformity mm. when a child is born. Like all the stuff he could do, he'd be the most celebrated person on earth. Well, Instead, that's why people hate. He mutants. becomes he becomes a, a dinosaur person. <laughs> decides to make people into dinosaurs. See, that's why humans hate mutants is because they don't fix those things and they just go around blowing up buildings. No, they they hate mutants because mutants are gay. <laughs> Because that's exactly They're what different. that was going for. Well, the idea they that didn't the, cure gayness; they just brought it back. Well, no, the the thing is, the again, the real world argument. Oh, they hate mutants because they they look a little different. Yeah, well, look at all the mutants; they look great. I mean, they're just you know. So, Stan Lee and others created this idea of humans hating mutants for no reason, because it's an allegory. Sure. For any other skin color race, religion, mm-hmm. but especially homosexuality. Right. The type of intense hatred that people had yes. for homosexuals in the 70s and the 80s is is right there when oh, you're totally. reading X-Men. So it's an allegory for that. So that's when I say that mutants are gay, it's it's a, a wink wink to the idea of that's what they were created as. It's mm-hmm. this allegory to address some of these social issues. That's why when I was like, keep politics out of my comics. No, you no, you've no. never read comics. If you've read comics since the 60s, they're all social. They're oh, all political. Totally. They are, well, they're all over the place. Pretty much starting with uh, Captain just America to, punching Hitler. I mean, right there's to, a political statement. It just used to used to agree with it more. Now you're somebody that's older and it's like, oh, I don't, don't really like Mexicans or women. And Captain America is fighting alongside a woman Mexican. I hate this. I hate these politics. This woke, so, so, just... Build a wall. Put them back behind it. So 
I mean, that's the reading as a kid. You you figure that out fairly quickly, and it was one of those things. You're reading it, going, "Yeah, why would, why would somebody not like Cyclops sight unseen? A tall, good looking human being. Oh, what he shoots lasers out of his eyes? Oh, I hate him. No, you do what? You shoot lasers out of your eyes. That's awesome, dude. Dude, go for it. I want get rid of that top of the mountain. He's again. He'd be like a total. Oh, we got to Hey, hey, Scott, come here. Come here. So we got to build a road right here. There you go. Yeah. Look how much money we saved. You already paid the road. <laughs> That's what Superman did. The Superman in the in the the Golden Age ones, the very first ones. It was a lot of like socio justice and stuff like that. There's one where he's mad at he's mad at Metropolis's drivers because they're not being safe. And I love <laughs> he crashes through a wall at a radio station. <laughs> Hey, Metropolis, all you drivers out there, if you're unsafe, I'm going to come get you. I'm Superman. And then he crashes out of another one, and it's like the cartoon where the guy's like, he couldn't use the door? <laughs> and he, there's like a winding road that somebody almost falls off of. Oh, they should have just gone right through the mountain. He paves the road himself, and he's like, there you go. There's a new road. And he picks a dude. The guy falls asleep at the wheel, so he picks <laughs> yeah. him up. He picks the whole car up, and he just has it flying under him. So when the guy wakes up, he has no idea, and he almost jumps out of the car. <laughs> it's, I'm reading it going, what the hell is this? And then he crashes through the same radio station again. <laughs> I fixed your roads, Metropolis. Be a better driver. And then he, it's like, dude, how many times are I going to fix this wall? It's crazy stuff. Those, those early ones. Mm. Batman's the same thing. Batman just gunning people down. You know, he used to have purple gloves and a forty-five caliber handgun that he used to shoot criminals. <laughs> you know? In the nineteen fifties, you're like, oh yeah, we love killing people. Well, a lot of these franchises, you can't do what if. I mean, it's like, okay, what if Splinter never, you know, found the turtles? Well, you would you got have four been. giant turtles that are in some sort of scientific facility being, <laughs> you know, they were dissected on. years ago. Yep. But again, you, you have to play with all the different realities that you have of the turtles. Right. Because in, in the IDW's reality, he was destined to find them because they are reincarnations of his son. Yes. Just as he is. That's the, their reincarnated spirits are in these animals that are mutated. And so that, that's what gives them their personality and their connection. Right. That they're always meant to find one another. He has an innate sense of being able to find them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why you do infinites with like Star Wars because at the time it's like Star Wars got, works as best. You just have movies and that's it. And you just play around with a movie that that has a very cohesive. What if Anakin had the high ground? <laughs> well, that that's one of them. Yeah. Okay. So okay, what's your top five Star Wars what ifs? The Star Wars ones are the know. ones I that are, know it's not even it's the three that I've done for the um the prequels. Yes, because they all make more sense. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also you know there's uh, what if. What if Yoda and Ben had taken Leia instead of Luke? What if Yoda and Ben had fought for the rebellion? Right. Instead <laughs> of hiding in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. What if they took both Luke the Luke would have never gone to Octo. Yes, he would. Every father figure he's ever had has run away, except for except for Aunt, Uncle Owen, who just wanted to stay on Tatooine and, <laughs> and farm moisture out of the air. Everybody else is like, Luke, you're going to be a great Jedi, but if something bad happens, run away to a planet where they're never going to find you. It's going to be great. That's what I'm What after. if Han grew up the way he was, but he was the one that was supposed to, that was destined to be the Jedi? Yeah, that's not work. <laughs> he's never been. I don't give a shit. <laughs> what if he became a uh, general in the 
Empire. That's the thing is what if what if he never left the Empire? The what if right. it, what if he stayed and what if Luke joined the Academy? Because that's where he was going. Right. He doesn't decide not to go until Biggs tells him, no, that's this is a really bad idea. Yeah. You don't want to do this. Um that's the the what if that you'd play around with is what if Han and Luke met in the Imperial uh, yeah. military? Yeah. Because they'd both be pilots. What if Leia died when she was, you know, she was a kid? Well, there's the one, the, this, the, the Empire Strikes Back one is what if Luke dies on, um, Tatooine? On, no, on Hoth. Yes. What if, what if Leia was still on Alderaan when it blew up? She was, she was what she, if Leia and Han? She was too busy sitting in the, in the hull of, uh, General Radis' ship <laughs> and then just popping out of nowhere and going, hey, we should probably go to Tatooine now. <laughs> we got this really important mission. What do I do? Well, oh, I got to go on your ship. Where see, are you going? You're going to Scarif because there's a giant battle there. It doesn't make any sense. It does. My, it, it does doesn't because, because the mission wasn't to go to Scarif. Her mission was to go to Tatooine. But whether they had the plans or not, they were going to go recruit Ben. But the Tantum Four has engine troubles. That's why it's you in, can't fix that on. That's why it was in the the the. Uh, you can't drop him the off Radis right there. Ship. You could have dropped them off, right? They just no. bonk. It's space. It'll float. Was it infinite? What? They wanted, I forget the story that talks that talks about they it. They tell you, yes, they tell you that it was under repair and it yes. was in the hull as it was being repaired. That still doesn't make any sense because that ship wouldn't have been a part of that fleet, right? Princess Leia is on it. She's an incredibly important person as a senator. Yes, they who runs COVID? By. Yeah, they wouldn't. Open the doors, drop it in orbit at Yavin 4, go up and fix it while he goes to Scarif. Yeah. To bring that ship and that person into an active war zone, and you already know there's a battle going on. Right. You have no, to I... imagine the fleet is going to be there. It doesn't make any sense except for that shot. It's, right. It's Nolan's bus scene out of Dark Knight. Or, yeah, Dark Knight. It's when almost... it comes out of the wall, no one on that bus has a cell phone? It's how the police, it's, it's, like, they wrote just... themselves in a corner, and how do we get... The end shot with Leia and the disc. When the whole prequels are to serve the original story, right? And it becomes this weird sort of, I have to make it fit. I have to make Luke and Leia brother and sister. I have to make this. I have to do this. And when you put yourself into that box, it becomes a problem. As soon as they say Rogue One ends five minutes before episode four, you're almost forced to have the Tantive Four in that battle, getting the plans. Right. The you're easier not, you, option. There's, there's, there's a, no, there's other ways to do it, but in order to serve, that's why I said you're almost, because you could have just got it to Radis's ship, which I cannot remember the name of for the love, the love of God. When you get it to Radis's ship, the Tantive Five has already started its mission. Tantive Four. Tantive Four. The, the, the other sequel didn't happen. It got canceled. <laughs> It never got out of it got around it never got out of turnaround. They they get the plans just before they get boarded. And they but you can send still have it. Vader and everything. You can still have it. And then they you send have it to somebody the, escape. Gotta let me with finish. It. I haven't finished it. Sorry, you don't sorry. escape with anything. They just send it to the Tana Four. Once they have it, they can they can send it anywhere. Sure. So it's on the Tanta Four going to where Leia's supposed to be going anywhere. There's no reason to send it. Or they don't send it in time because it's actively being chased. It's more important to try and get away from this Star Destroyer. And that's why she puts it in R2. Like, this is the only copy of these plans that exist. And it goes into R2. Again, if you send it to the Tanta 4, wherever it is, then the question is, why didn't they just send it everywhere? Right. 
So you have to, you're working backwards. That's why they had the physical. You, again, you have to work backwards. There is a physical copy that Leia has in episode four. Which is the only copy. she puts it into R2, and it is the only copy. And the, the Rebellion doesn't even really know that they even have it to a certain degree. They don't know what the, I mean, I'm sure they will, because there are ships that do get away. The idea that Scarif was somewhat successful. Uh-huh. whole fleet is gone, but okay, whatever. Um, but that we don't know where these plans are anymore. That's it. You want to give me the what if? I'd rather the alternate take of what's happening on Yavin 4 when they're like, okay, the Battle of Scarif is over. Admiral Raddus is dead. Most of our fleet has been destroyed. Blue Squadron, gone. Rogue Crew, gone. Scarif has had a, a giant explosion on it. None of that exists anymore. Great. Where are the plans? No idea. Nobody there would that would survive, that would come back, goes to General Dodonna and says, we don't know where anything is. We don't know what's going on. Yeah. We don't even know if Leia's alive because... If Radis' ship is destroyed, or it's at least boarded, did they get any communication from the Tantive Four? It's easy enough to, to believe. That Star Destroyer that's that's following them is blocking their communications. Does she ever send a message back to the Rebellion like, hey, I'm alive. I have Darth, I have the Death Star plans. I'm being chased by Darth Vader. But I'm over Tatooine, so we're going to see what happens. See, and this is, where, this, this is my what if with it. If, because you already have the moment where you have Bail and... And uh, Mon Mothma saying that I think it's time to get our friend, you know, our the Jedi, meaning go get Obi Wan Kenobi. So he's and he says I have somebody to trust. So if he sends Leia and the Tantum Four off towards you know towards Tatooine while Scarif is happening, right? The communications get blocked. They can't send it back to Yavin Four, or they don't want to send it back to Yavin Four because that will lead the Empire to the base. They have somebody. They give the plans to somebody and say, here, get this to Leia Organa. She's on, you know, and so she, they take off. The Empire still can track them. You know, you, you, they, they, after Vader comes on, you know, does his whole thing on the ship. Does his whole thing. Well, you know, he does. Where he cuts he, people in half. He cuts, yeah. He, they, they, follow, you know, they follow the plans off to Leia. You still have that last moment where she has, you know, we have hope. Or you end it with her putting the plans in R2 at that point. That's too far in. You think so? To me, yeah. Because I'm watching, then I'm watching the last five minutes. I'm going, I've already seen this. Okay, or you say you have it no, hope and you have, you have to shot get to where you thing. have the Tana 4. When you're playing the what if, that's Star the thing. Is the what in. if thing for, for something like Rogue One changes episode four. It's just like the what if for episode four that was in the Dark Horse book is what if Luke misses? Right. And the Empire really does. Destroy. Take over the entire galaxy. Leia actually joins them for a bit and then's like, ha no. And then kills somebody. And then Vader is in a white uniform and he's like, what's up, girl? Yeah, I'm here now. What's up? Let's go. We're going to go kill some some of the same dudes that I was working for before. The The thing for episode four, the what if is the plans don't make it out. And yeah. It's the same sort of thing. The Death Star exists. There's no way to destroy it. Rebellion throws everything they can against it. Like, oh, we hope something works out. And nothing does. And then and rebellion's over. Yeah. No mas. Um, no more episode five or six. Yeah, it's all over. Which means that, well, you still would have had Ezra and Kanan off some, or Ezra off somewhere. Yeah, but the idea with this is the rebellion as a group doesn't exist anymore, right? Because they would have sent all of them. Well, no, because that's pre Rogue One. Yes, they're already no. That's what I'm saying. Kanan's already dead. Kanan's dead. Ezra's, Ezra's off, gone, and uh, and Ahsoka is still on. Um, still hiding out. He's like, I don't, I don't know if I'm allowed to be alive. I don't know what to do. <laughs> um, so you still have pieces Dave of the rebellion. You still have two Jedi's, literally. In yeah, the but universe. if you throw everything else that the rebellion has, 
Because still, they didn't throw everything else. They took the the fighters that were on Yavin 4 going, well, you just have to hit this small hole. Right. There's no reason for us to send all whatever capital ships we have left. We're not sending there. Well, what if they if they don't have the plans? Get everybody. Let's go. And they go and they lose. Which the capital and ships are Mon still Mothma's on. And dead and everybody else is dead and everybody else, it's all gone. You have Ezra. We don't, obviously Ezra hasn't been a part of the rebellion. So there's no reason to think that he would come back and be like, oh, I got an idea. Yeah. You know. He's still going. He's still with the whales. He's but still, Rogue he's still One did space whales. Rogue One did answer why there weren't any capital ships over Yavin, because they're all limping back from Scarif. Well, there was also the 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 plan showed them that a capital ship would do nothing. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not going to do anything. You yeah, know, it could provide cover, <clears throat> like the Millennium Falcon, but <laughs> you know, it doesn't really. The idea was to get in as quickly as possible, fire that that torpedo, and get out. What if have the what if the yeah, the Y wing pilot made the shot and Luke? What if the what if the Y wing pilot didn't you know bitch out and just like hang yeah? Out what if he else? made the shot? He's now the hero of the Repo- of the rebellion of the republic, <laughs> and and Luke and Han are just. I mean, Han really shouldn't be there. All he did was you know hit a tie. All fighter. he did was save Luke Skywalker, but just the hell with all the other guys. <laughs> guys, we could use a ship with two quad cannons. No, no, okay. <laughs> Hope they show up later. What's that, Chewie? Does the Millennium Everyone's Falcon dead not except have proton torpedoes? <laughs> That's con- no, it doesn't. It's concussion missiles. That's right. It does have com- Yeah. <laughs> oh, everyone's dead except Luke. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my buddy died. Yeah, that that sucks, Luke. Uh, you could have saved me. No, nah, that's all right. But you're okay, buddy. All right. Oh, geez. Whoa, well, jeez. Jeez. That's fun. That's a, that's a good time. Interesting sound. Yeah. RIP headphone users. Like <laughs> <laughs> anyone's listening to this. Um, we have to post your solar power jokes if somebody reads it. Somebody yeah. needs to listen just well, so they hear that joke. One of the classic ones is what if Mace had believed Anakin or Anakin had believed Mace and they killed uh, Palpatine there. Further than that, it's it's my one for episode two. What if Obi Wan figures out that Darth Tyrannus is telling him the truth? That's what like you, that's like. What do you want? What do you What ones. do you want, Dooku? I just want to go learn about the dark side somewhere else. You got it. That is a problem for future Jedi. Let's go kill the bad. <laughs> we. Mm-hmm. Well, what's always been? What the, if little Anakin misses the shot? <laughs> well, it's the 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 episode one one is obviously what if Qui Gon lives? Yeah, and I've explained that one numerous times, and then the second one is. No, no, no. Your chancellor is a, is a Sith Lord. That makes, makes a sense. lot of sense. Hey, turn these off. Hey, what's up, Mace? Yeah, hold on. Dukes, yeah, tell him what you told me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're on your way to kill him right now? Sweet. Where are the Jedi going? We're just going to all leave? Yeah, we kind of F up the Republic anyway, so let's just leave. Let's just get what, out of there. What if uh, Anakin crashes the pod racer and dies? Sepulba. Is, uh, is the, is the chosen one? <laughs> is the chosen one? Well, okay. What if Maul didn't die? Well, I mean, Maul, Maul didn't. Maul die. doesn't die. <laughs> we already have that one answered. But what if Maul never failed, and he was still the the apprentice? Do you think does for Palpatine's plans to succeed, he has to kill Maul and still the way bring Duke over? Well, the, no, the way that they. have put it out as he was always going to kill Maul. Right. That Maul was, Maul's the, just Maul was the enforcer. Yes. He would have never been the general. So he would have killed Maul anyway and what actually if, used Dooku. 
what if Maul killed both Obi Wan and Qui Gon? That's that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, the, the the for Maul's fate would probably be the same because remember, Palpatine's already working with Dooku at the time. Correct. Because there's ten years between the two. Yes. And that clone army has started ten years ago. Yes. It started in Episode One. Trans that's why he's trying to gone to Camino. He's he's trying to initiate this conflict right with Naboo using the Trade Federation, knowing that we need to get tensions so bad in ten years that my army is is essential. Well, yeah, he also because had there's to no, use the, there's the, no central army of the Republic. It's but he also order. had to use the blockade of Naboo to get himself into the Chancellorship. Yeah, it's all multiple pieces. Yes, yeah. his his. His uh, grasp for power is very different than the type of grasp for power that every other Sith had done, which is what Maul would have done, which is just destroy it all. Yeah. And then start over with with us being at the head. Maul would have always been killed. That's why he he knows that he would be betrayed one way or the other. Right. He says it later, I think. He's like, it was always the plan for me to be replaced. The same thing with Dooku. Yeah. It was always the plan to have Anakin... He executes Order 66 because he's done. He's got his army and Anakin's turned to the dark side. All right, it's time to end this war. Correct. He could. He didn't have to end, do Order sixty six at that point. He could have destroyed. You know, obviously he could. He could well, I think tried, during the Clone Wars, he cartoon, could have tried. He to, says to Duke, or uh, Palpatine says to Maul that you were never the one. Yeah, because he's just he's just a he's just a fist. Yeah, because that's, that's why what he needs he needs his, he needs a schemer. I mean, he needed a leader because he needed a, a a figurehead. Yes, to run the separatists to have enough planets because he knows I can't just have the trade federation and the banking clan be against the Republic planetary governments have to attempt to secede. Right. And as chancellor, I can convince the Senate. We shouldn't let anybody secede. Right. And that's we why shouldn't, he we shouldn't let the South or, go disappear. He needs so a ruler of a planet, which needed, is what Count Dooku was. Count Dooku was a, he was a leader. He was someone that could rally planets that were, but he, by birthright, not, he was also a, he, he was destined to be, He's just a count. Yeah, but he, but he, I think the count is whatever it was. It's the point is he needed a leader to be able to rally planets. He needed a face for people to, to rally behind. Yes. Because he knew that he had to get planetary governments attempt to secede. And you can't do that by sending the Nemodians and go, Oh, we're going to give you great trades. <laughs> no. Duku tells them. Is that them, your Nemodian? It's better than the, the <laughs> it's less racist than the movie. Um, you can't just have. You have to have somebody to be able to go and say, I agree with you. The Republic isn't representing you correctly. You need something different, and we're going to create a new planetary government. We're going to create a new uh, galaxy government for planets that don't agree with the Republic. Right. Yeah, we, yeah, you're right. Let's do that. And then, But it's all obviously a manipulation. Yeah. He's going to get killed. The Nemodians are going to get killed. The blanking clan is going to be destroyed. Mustafar is going to happen. All of it's going to happen. But I've seen so just, many people go, well, what if what if Kathleen Kennedy wasn't in charge of uh, Lucasfilm? Or, or what if JJ... wouldn't have gotten any new new films. What if JJ... I, I said, you wouldn't have gotten Mandalorian. You wouldn't have gotten Rebels. You wouldn't have gotten... You wouldn't have gotten anything because the stipulation of Lucas selling it to Disney was that Kathleen Kennedy was to run it. Right. That's what everyone forgets. She is the hand-picked choice of Papa George. And now, like, George, come back and fix it. He, he did. He'd already put her in charge before he sold it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's was... And the stipulation... Yes. Was you cannot fire her. Yeah. It's not, you know, when you're in sports, when you're an owner and you take over, you fire your general manager because that's not my general manager. Right. That's not the guy I hired. Right. The stipulation of this in the contract was if I'm selling you this team, 
You can't fire the general manager. No, she has to stay. But I love the guys that I love the guys that are on there. It doesn't. I don't even want to give them even any. I mean, it's 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 a. But they forget that debate. she's been. She was a producer at Lucasfilm since the nineties or eighties. She produced Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's been she's produced every Lucasfilm film right. since like 1980. But they she they they seem to think that Disney's the one to put her in place. It was never true. It doesn't. I don't care what they think. The point is that she's not going anywhere. She doesn't. She's not the one writing the Mandalorian. Correct. She's not the one who wrote Episode Nine. Correct. She just put people in place. Right now, if you want to talk about the fact that they fired Colin Trevorrow, now we have a conversation as yes. to why that didn't work. Was it Colin? Was it them? Was it a mix of them? Was it Carrie Fisher passing away and she was too important and Colin didn't think he could make the movie he wanted to make? Right. Or he wanted to recast it. And Kathleen Kennedy and others said, not a chance. Right. Um, that's the story. Well, if you look at if you that's look the at thing, his story, that person, leaked. the thing that 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 people forget or don't even realize about Hollywood. I just watched the the movies that made us for Forrest Gump. There's so many things that have to go right. Uh-huh. Any film that's on that screen that has a big budget and is good. This is Marvel's miracle. Yeah. To do 24 films and none of them are god awful. Right. None of them are DC. So that's a miracle because so many people have to come together to do it right. Kevin Feige is not the one who wrote all the films that he produced. Correct. What he did was continue what Avi Arad did early and find the right people to mm-hmm. do it. When we watch the movies that made us for Elf, John Favreau has to do this movie. Yes. The writer of the script, the producer said, John Favreau was the perfect person to do this film. He has to do this film. As it turns out, he was the perfect person to do Iron Man. Right. And he shouldn't have. When, when he's announced as Iron Man, all of us like, if you look the at dude it, from Elf? No, yeah, if you look at it, there's no way he's... The Russo the, brothers are showrunners for Community. Yeah. You want to do what? You want to do a Captain America movie with the producers of Community? Didn't they direct or write uh, Stuck Together? Yes. Also? Yeah. yeah. Nice ball, Walter. <laughs> So these are comedy guys. Yeah. And you drop them into the heaviest action picture, including all the ones before it. That movie is, is, you know, it's, 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 it's thriller from start to finish. Spy thriller. Because Kevin Feige hired the right directors Uh who hired the right crew, who hired the right actors for new roles, who continued the right actors for the other roles. We were talking about this yesterday. Fate intervenes in a lot of ways. If it's not for Mission Impossible 2, we get Doug Ray Scott as Wolverine. Yeah. Can you imagine Doug Ray Scott as Wolverine? No. Worse, can you imagine Hugh Jackman not being Wolverine? Yeah, no, no. Hugh Jackman was a stage actor who was a, a, a musical guy. who yeah. was, He was starring in musicals. He was never supposed... Doug Ray Scott was already in Hollywood. He had been hired to play the villain in, in, in Mission Impossible 2, and it ran long. And the X-Men producers and Fox are like, we can't wait. Yeah. Well, we saw this one dude. Yeah, I'm sure. Can, can he be ripped? Yeah, I think he already is. Awesome. Is he willing to eat nothing but broccoli chicken? and chicken for 10 years? I think so. Put him in the suit. That movie should have never worked. Right. And parts of it didn't. Um, X-Men? Yeah. Toad. Oh, God, yeah. Awful. Well, even Sabretooth was... Yeah. Ugh. 
God, just go back in time. <laughs> that guy, that guy. Who the hell is Lee Schreiber? I don't care. Put him in the movie. That's the only thing about X Men or uh, Wolverine, Wolverine Origins, Origins is him, man. Oh, well, it's also Hugh Jackman. Jackman's awesome in it, but yes, that's well, the best thing. Think about it. If we wouldn't have had Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool in that, he would have never wanted to redeem himself and do Deadpool the correct way. You never know if he wouldn't have been a part of it, but yeah, I mean, it's still the the things that have to fall in place for a movie to work are so incredible with a huge picture. You Talk know? about what ifs. Well, that that's the thing. I know. I mean, that's if you watch that whole thing, the fact that the person at Universal for Forrest Gump. Yes. The head of Universal. Is it Universal or is it Warner Brothers? Was it, no, the, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about the Pretty Woman one. Yes. Is the the the, the person who had that script, the, the, the studio head who loved that script, left. Right. And was able, when he went to Columbia or whatever, or maybe the other way around, whatever it is, went to the new studio, he was able to bring that script to the new studio and still had a passion for it and say, yeah. we're going to make this. Because you read the story, basically, of Pretty Woman, it should have never gotten made. Right. And the way that they made it should have never worked, but it works because yeah. that's who that person is. You don't, Something like Elf would have never worked if it was anybody but John Favreau, really. I mean, I'm sure there's one other person or whatever, but in terms of the stable of directors they could have had for that but film. That, the, the writer of that specifically sought out right, John Because Favreau. he said, because John said, I love this exactly as it is. I don't want to change anything. Right. Go. Um, the thing with Forrest Gump is to have the producer that was sent by the studio to stop them from spending more money uh-huh. loved that script so much that she created an entire phantom unit yeah. in order to do the shots that that the studio had said, do not do those shots. You are not allowed to do those shots. Nope, we're not doing them. Go do the shots. You know, and she helped save yep. part of that film. So that's the, the, the people don't seem the, to understand that, were those that the type shots of thing. like uh, with the pre- the the presidents and some of that stuff. No, it was the it was the running shots. Oh they were, yes, they, the studio wanted to eliminate the whole running sequence where he runs across America right. after his mom dies, and because they didn't want to send anybody anywhere and they didn't want to do it. And now it all be digital, but at the time, like sure. they really went to Maine, they really went to Monument Valley, they really went to to Santa Monica, they really went to New York City and everything. So. They created an entire unit, a phantom unit. It's called like the phantom unit or the ghost yeah. unit or something like that in order, a fantasy unit in order to go shoot those shots. And they shot it. They shot a lot of it with Tom Hanks's brother. Nice. Because they're like, well, he looks like him. Yeah. He's wearing a huge beard and he's got the long thing, you know, send him to Maine. Tom's already here in Texas. We're going to shoot here in the Alamo. He's going to shoot at the lighthouse. <laughs> and it looks like we're still shooting what you want us to shoot. Yeah, can... <laughs> because they were sending that small crew with him. It's like they weren't on the docket or anything. Of course, back then also, you didn't have the smaller digital cameras and stuff. So you had to send a bigger right. crew, you know, you bigger crew than you would have to it. now. Something like Clerks exists because Kevin Smith did everything. Yeah. And again, in, in today's world, there's so many filmmakers that can do that and release their stuff on digital, but it'll never... Speaking it's of which, to have the three same, just started filming. It, filming. It'll have, it, it won't have the same effect. The Clerks is, is, again, a story where everything had to go right for that film to release at a time, and it did, uh-huh. when people like me that were just starting college or just starting retail jobs are like, yeah, that's that's it. That's that movie. I love that movie. Well, that was Kevin All Smith. Kevin Smith was us at that same time as we were us. I Pretty know that much, sounds yeah. weird, but... That's what it was. He was slightly older and was and had credit cards. Yeah. That was, that's the difference. Credit cards and, with higher maxes. And lived in an area where he could 
film for basically nothing. Yeah. And he had his and he was still living with his parents, so he didn't have to worry about And most of the people were his friends. He sold his comic book collection. He had a group of people that were not actors. There's not a single professional actor in that whole movie. It's his friends. It's stuff, you know, he knew Jason because Jason was on drugs. So and he's like, Hey, be a druggie. Okay. Yeah. I can figure that out. Hey, here's the biggest what if. What if we never did Nerdables? Yes. That's exactly where I was. We'd have, a, we'd have a lot of Saturdays and Sundays that would be a lot different. <laughs> what if uh, Mikey and Ethan were the ones who talk a lot? <laughs> Mikey what, and Ethan show. We want to do that show. What if you guys show. knew everything and we did, or did all the talking? Yeah. Just have an empty, just have a room tone. What if five minutes. Chris and I never got into Star Wars? Well, there was no way that wasn't going to happen. Growing up when we did, there's no way. <laughs> Well, my, no, bro- my brother, my brother, was, my brother was my brother was five. I was a jock, but uh, my brother was five when he saw the film and he loved it. And so when I saw it in 1980, there were already Star Wars toys in the house, and that's what I was playing with. So, so your brother's my age then. My brother is six years older than me. Yeah. So he's a year. He was born in 1970. Yeah, he's two years older than me. Oh. I was four and a half when mm, I saw. So it. you were born when they moved to California because he was two years old when he moved. They moved to California in 1972. And I was born 76. What if Chris was never born? Things would probably be a lot better. Because <laughs> I already know what would happen if Ethan wasn't born. <laughs> you wouldn't have an R2. I'd be screwed. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't yeah. have like a personal manservant. <laughs> you and pick I would your child. You and I wouldn't have half the Star Wars toys we have. have any toys. Uh, toys R Us probably would, would, you know, would have gone out of business a lot sooner. Speaking of Toys R Us. Uh, Toys R Us is... I'm so tired of that. Coming back. No, it's not. It's, in, it's the same thing. It's got pop-up in Macy's that's going to sell baby toys. It's going to be, yes. It's going to be like... Christmas a, crap, too, isn't it? It's, it's only time it, for the Christmas? popped for, up for Christmas, and they're going to do the same thing. So they have knockoff or yeah. generic cool toys, toys, cool toys, and baby clothes. Because it's on it. On no, that site or whatever, it's like zero, you know, zero to six months. Six months to seven. seven. Yeah. That's what they're going to do. They're going to sell I baby would, shit. If I was the Toys R Us is never coming back. That's yeah. the thing that I hate with this story. Every time. It's all the toy groups. Yeah. Toys R Us is coming back. No, it's not. It's all never, it ever coming back. The Canada they stores. own, owed Hasbro $250 million. That's why That's why the Canada, the Canadian stores have all the Hasbro toys. They have a bunch. Of, you know, Canada still exists because for what, whatever Canada weird. Canada still exists. Yeah, Canada still exists. Um, look, they had worse COVID than we did yeah, no. a couple months ago. They were the ones that had the borders closed. Um the, the stores in Canada still exist because they're different than the stores, whatever. But Toys R Us never coming back here. No, they you're... can't. They don't have anywhere to move into. They're all Spirit Halloweens. There's no way. They have <laughs> no buildings this... left. Or, uh, <laughs> or Five Belows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My favorite is, it's not a topic that we would discuss, but the whole thing. With There's the, no uh, topic we don't discuss. <laughs> the whole thing with the OnlyFans. And, oh, you know, oh, God. I, I know you guys read that, and I'm sure everybody who's listening is I known still love, Yeah, I know where you're going. But the meme is, it's got September 30th, the or no, it's like August 31st, the yeah. OnlyFans logo, and then September 1st is OnlyFans, but it's covered it's by the Spirit Holy Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That was fantastic. The two, my that's the second favorite. My favorite spirit Halloween is the one for the Cleveland Browns Stadium. <laughs> Says I don't know if it's going to be a bad season, but and they show that picture and it's the Browns Municipal Stadium and it's just has spirit Halloween all over it, like the first week of the season. <laughs> no, but here's what I would do if I was in charge of the the Macy's Toys R Us stores. I would say no. I, there's no reason to put this in here. Wait, wait listen. I would I would 
you know, still take the space that they're talking about putting in there. But for like some of the boys' toys, like you know, Star Wars or GI Joe or, or Transformers, things like that. But they I would do. Wait, let me finish. But no, but th- it doesn't work. They I can't w- get the toys from Hasbro. Hasbro is not going to sell anything to Toys R Us. Correct. So that's one we of the talked problems. about this two years ago when that when this first started when it popped up. What JC Penney's or whatever, Ralphs, Ralphs or whatever. That's what we talked about. The reason that they have the product they have is that's the only product they can get. Yes, I get that. But if 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 I could work something out with them, I would do dioramas of like you know the Star Wars, Transformers, things like that with, uh, with VR codes or you know things that QR you can get order online pre you know online codes right. So That's you work you go Christmas up to it season, and though. you can you can just hit it. You you sold out, sold out, sold out, sold out. <laughs> That's the other problem. That's the problem. Yes. No, you have the one guy that, scan. Yeah, hundred quantity, one hundred, one billion thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. send them all zillion. to my house. Send them all to my house, and then he's like. I just put the Toys R Us marquee in the front of my house <laughs> yeah. and make people come to me because I ain't paying shipping. Like, that's the the thing is, it exists the way it exists because that's the only way that it exists. I know. Toy sales in North America are done. Yeah. They're done. They're just, nobody's buying it. And that's the thing is, well, we talked like, about, you know, I want it now when we were talking about, why do they still have stock? Because nobody's buying those toys yeah. except people like us. When it's, you know, the, I want it now or whatever that you put on the thing. And I said, this market was never designed to appeal to 40-year-old men with credit oh, cards. totally. And yet that's who it, all it is. <laughs> so what kid is getting a Black Series toy? Yeah. I know. I, I saw somebody. The kids of people like us. But even then. It's mostly going to like, the parent. They're just like, I don't, I don't want this. Yeah. I want, I want to go play video games. I, I got a phone that's got 95 different games on it. You think I care about... I have to think about what this character is going to do. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. This is just, it doesn't exist yeah, that way it's anymore. a doll. I don't want it. You're still selling cars because kids play with cars. My nephew plays with cars. Yeah. That's cars and trains. Because they move too. Like yeah. you can throw it. You can throw and it and move well, if you and, look, and animals. But if you, look in, animals if you look in like targets and things like that, even Walmarts, the, the brands that you see the most of are Mattel brands. You know, there's yeah, a, because we don't want them. There's a lot. I mean, if you look at Jurassic World or Jurassic Park's toys, those are almost all. Those pegs are almost always full. Matchbox cars or you know Hot Wheels cars are always full. Barbie always full. Whatever they're you know Mattel Hot Wheels cars are also because they're they're they they're so small, so they're made in greater quantities. Sure, the pure quantity. Whether you're buying one action figure or one car. WWE you buy one action figure, figures? there's only 10 that are there. If you buy one car, there's still 100 that are there. WWE for action figures, those pegs, they're never empty. Well, I think a lot of that is the culture that shops at Walmart, too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of wrestling, there was some really big news in the professional wrestling in, uh, industry this week. It's, out, it's done. All done. CM Punk returned. Good for him. After seven plus years, he returned to yeah, AEW. Yeah, didn't somebody else get all mad about it? Yeah, like the that. WWE is really pissed about it. Well, I thought there was some wrestler who got pissed off because he was like, he, he said he was being written out because CM Punk was coming or something like that. But that's what a lot of w, or AEW fans are afraid that because they're getting some of these bigger name stars that... I'm the, always afraid that they run out of root beer. <laughs> the <laughs> younger all. talent... A-N-W. The younger that's talent that was there or is there is not going to get showcased as much. But it's going to be anything. I mean, once once you're in the WWE and The Rock was a superstar, name half the people that knew were wrestling fans are like, I don't know anybody other than The Rock. Right. And well, that was one reason why CM Punk left the WWE was because people like The Rock, Triple H, all these people that were quote unquote kiss asses to Vince McMahon 
were the ones that were featured. They were getting their you know faces on. Tip to the kids out there: be good to your boss. <laughs> I know people make fun of you for it, but trust me, be good to your boss. But doesn't necessarily mean you know the better wrestlers were getting featured. It was just the ones that were the kiss ups were the ones that were getting featured, and that was one of the reasons why. That's one of the reasons why AEW exists now is because they needed an alternative for. Well, yeah, know your boss. Vince McMahon is not great. Right. Well, that's the one thing is Vince McMahon is a businessman. Yeah. Whereas Tony Khan, who's in charge of AEW, is a wrestling fan. So he, you know, WWE still, still to this day, treats their wrestlers as independent contractors. So they don't get insurance. They don't get, you know. Mm. Medical covered anything like that. I mean, to a degree, they they would get medical because you get hurt on the job, but they still have to provide their insurance and things like that. Mm. You know, they still have to work nearly three hundred days a year. You know, whereas like with a lot of these other wrestling organizations like AEW and you know uh, Impact and all these mm. others, they'll record a couple episodes together. So that way the the guys can have a week or two off. Or they'll have it where, you know, you're wrestling one week, you're off the next week or two, so then you're wrestling. Like a fireman or a police type. Yeah, so they can have they can have a life. Yeah. You know, so that's why, you know, CM Punk said, you know, came back, he's like, Look, this is the type of wrestling organization I want to work for, which is a major deal for them because now it bumps them up where People want to watch the show even more because yeah. it's somebody they've been wanting to come back. He's a big enough star that's not someone that was from like the 80s mm. where people have kind of forgot about and don't care about anymore. He's someone that's on par to that level that, of a rock that, or a that's been Hogan. recently within a wrestling business. Mm. So, well, it's like last night when he came back, you know, Beth, Beth and I watch AEW. Beth had no clue who he was. But when he walked out, you know, and the crowd, 15,000 people went crazy, and he's standing there on the stage, and he's crying. They cut to people in the stands, you know, grown men crying and emotion. She's like, I have no idea who this guy is, but I feel the emotion that he's, you know, that they're feeling. And he gets in the ring and starts talking about how, you know, he apologizes for leaving, but he had to leave because, you know, it for... It, the environment he was in, it was emotionally and physically hurting him. I'm surprised yeah. he said that stuff like on air and not necessarily in an interview. Like for in him though, because you have stage. to remember when he left the WWE towards the end of his run at WWE, he would what quote unquote drop pipe bombs where basically it's what he, they call a shoot. And he gives a promo that is being real. It's not scripted. It's mm. not anything that creative has come up with. He's, telling it as it is. Mm. And when he was leaving the WWE, I mean, he blasted Vince McMahon. He stood in the ring with Triple H and just completely, you know, got into personal life and stuff like that. And he's like, one of the, one of the things is like, yeah, I know when you lay in your bed with your wife, you're telling her which people should be, you know, pushed and which people shouldn't be and all this stuff. And he says, you know, was he fired or was he, or did he quit? And like, oh, his contract, contract was up. His so. contract was up when he started doing this. Okay. And then he was supposed to win the WWE title. So the, the, they were going to give him an extension contract, uh. and he was supposed to win the WWE title. Instead, they split the title between him and John Cena. Mm. And one of his biggest problems was John Cena. John Cena was not a good mm. wrestler or anything. What? You're, what you're going into is not correct. 
reason why he left. He left. He his contract wasn't done. He had three weeks he, left on his contract he did, when he started. He did what Stone Cold did. He left on his own and said, "I'm done." So he broke the contract. Pretty much. He yeah. just didn't show up to the last couple of events. That, that was after he for. signed a new contract. No, he didn't sign a new contract. But he did. No, he, because when he was on, he was home. On his wedding day, he got his termination papers from Triple H. Mail are specially uh, couriered to his house for him to sign. You are officially terminated from WWE. Yes, but he got fired on his wedding day. I understand that. But when his three weeks were up in July of 2011, when he was getting ready to leave because he was getting ready to, to wrestle John Cena for the title, and then he was planning on leaving with the title... And not signing that, a new contract. That was part of the story. He line. re yes, but he, he won resigned. He won the championship, and his part of the storyline was his contract was done. Storyline contract is the, done. His storyline. His contract was actually had a contract. No, his he contract actually, was actually done. He technically had a contract because the entire time of him posting pictures and ah look my the championship is with me and I'm no longer under contract. You don't think the WWE would let him keep that title? Or sue him well, to get that title back. He's under contract. But you you do realize when they get a belt, so they when, keep that belt, even yes. when they lose. So when they lose, still property of the WWE. If he was not under contract and he physically left the building with that belt, the property of the WWE. You don't think the WWE heated. would sue him to get that belt back? What I'm saying, Ethan, is the belt that you saw in those pictures was not the belt you saw on television. It was his belt that he gets every okay. time he wins a belt. This is okay, never mind. <laughs> by the no, way, because this, this by the way, always this happens. is the longest Chris has been quiet on the show. This is the because o- I don't know any of this and it seems <laughs> because it's simple a- enough to look it up and yes. the fact that whenever he challenges you, you just completely no, he's totally wrong. Yes. This is why I you don't, don't even talk wrestling the idea with you. I don't let you, you might be have wrong. conversations about wrestling because okay, so, it's just always Because this is a lot of information that likely a lot of fans don't know. Because it's not a story. No, they like, all know because it's but, all well, been public. This, this, but, again, but you, you guys got phones? Yeah. Is there's a wiki page? I'm sure <laughs> someone <laughs> says he's under contract. But that wasn't even the part of the story. What you're talking about is CM Punk came back. Yes, he came Everyone back. Everyone was happy. Yes. And your wife's happy because she didn't know who the hell she was, but... It you made see the fans sound- go crazy, and you're like, okay, I realize that's an important person. It's my Bob Wayne story from D.C. Yeah. I knew who mm-hmm. Bob Wayne was. I didn't realize the impact until I was sitting there at SDCC and the retailer roundup for, for Diamond, and Bob Wayne announced his retirement, and he got a 15-minute standing ovation. I'm like, well, that guy's pretty awesome. <laughs> he must have done something crazy. And then mm-hmm. you watch D.C. go, you know what? Now we got an idea. Let's F over every store in the country. And you're like, oh, yeah, Bob Wayne was pretty awesome. I wish he was back. <laughs> um, yeah, so he returned last night, and... And Beth was like, "Wow, they gave him twenty minutes, but ten minutes of that was them, you know, was him not saying a word. It was just people cheering. So it was, yeah, you know, it was a big night for." Then he, he grabbed the mic and was like, "You're cutting into my time," <laughs> and then started throwing chairs around. Now, I'm more surprised that he was he was going around hugging people and jumping into the crowd and everything. Oh, yeah. I was like, COVID. <laughs> well, that, that's, <laughs> that's like COVID. Nobody's over. wearing a mask in this in that's this whole arena. Beth, that's what Beth jumping said. Into, into a crowd. It, it was so funny. Is when when it came on, Beth was like, "Oh wow, I'm really impressed that so many people are wearing masks and stuff like that." Nope. And then he comes down the stage and you know he's hugging people and stuff like that. Mm. And then he does a, a you know a stage dive into mm. the crowd. And she says, "I guess he's not worried about COVID, is he?" Because yeah. <laughs> I know when we were at the Guns N' Roses concert. 
no one hardly had masks. Like, we were doubled up on masks and things like that. But, I mean, it was crazy how... The Los Angeles Dodgers, watching them on Spectrum, scrolling across the bottom is, as of now, all guests, all, all, all fans at the stadium have to be wearing a mask unless you're actively eating. As much as, if you're chewing, we expect you to have your mask back up. Yeah. Watching the pitcher getting ready to throw the ball, you've got that shot right behind the pitcher going down, right to, right behind home plate. Less than 10 people wearing a mask. And I'm like, you, you can't scroll across the bottom and say effective immediately. Every every fan who comes to Dodger Stadium needs to wear a mask the entire time. And I'm looking at probably 50 to 60 people sitting behind home plate and 10 of them are wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you doing? Well, I'll tell you, when we went to Hamilton on Thursday, everybody had a mask on. I mean, you didn't, you you weren't allowed, you were allowed to take it off if you took a quick picture and then you had to put it back on. And mm-hmm. if you didn't put it back on immediately, there was an usher there that's like, get your mask on. Usher was there? Yeah, Usher. Wow. Usher. Yeah, Usher. yeah. Was he talking about how he's, he's trying to get all of his women to kill their kids or something like that? What? Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> that stupid song where he's just like, oh, yeah, I admit it. I'm this kid's father. So, like, I should be celebrated now. Um, it was the dumbest song ever. Uh, well, plays are different, too. Than a well, it's also indoor. Ballpark. Yeah. yeah. Ballpark, you know, the stadium for the concert, those were all outdoor. Mm-hmm. Well, even the concert tonight is saying you need to have your masks on all times. And right. You need a vaccination card or, you know, your COVID But that test. didn't go into effect until, what, Thursday night? At mid- Thursday night at midnight's when it went into effect. And th- we went to the concert Thursday night. Oh, excuse me. Friday morning. 12 a.m. Mm. for Thursday to Friday. Well, maybe the mandate. That's when it went in. That's when the mandate went into this effect. Was, yeah. This was when they first went on sale in February. The tickets went on sale for this this tour for the band I'm seeing. Um, said that every venue is requiring you to have yeah. these. The, yeah. the, well, you're going to the Roxy, and that's indoors. So it's mostly indoor one, stuff. Yeah. Now, Whether it's indoors outdoor. or outdoors, the venue can can set its own rules. We've talked right. to the, the, the uh, Winnipeg Jets of the NHL. Their arena has announced you have to have a vaccination card in order to attend games. Mm. There's some of them that are just like, you have a vaccination card or a negative test within 48 hours. Like, you can't catch COVID for 48 hours. <laughs> so you get a negative test and you're like, all right, you're good. There's no way you got COVID in the last 48 hours. I had three people sneeze on me. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You can't catch it in 48 hours. <laughs> um, you're going to see a lot of places. You're going to see Disneyland demand a vaccination card. Not, I would not doubt that at all. Um because in and, and the thing with vaccinations is this is getting to someone on the Caneo acorn because she's an idiot. Um, but the idea was, is you can still, oh, this community is filled with idiots. Uh, well, yeah, don't you remember the overpasses the, during the yeah, election? And past the election. And now. I got a big, huge Biden flag on the back of my car. Um, I walked into Target and they're wanting to recall somebody that's. Uh, they want to recall Linda Parks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know yeah. how much time you know how much time she has left on her term? A month or two. Three months. Yeah, she's up for she's up for re-election in November. Yeah, and they're trying to recall her, and it's going to cost the county something like thirty million dollars. Yeah, the the Newsom recall effort is going to cost us more than three hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah. To get Larry Elder into office, that's that's what I need is another talk show host in office. That's another a great idea. conspiracy theorist. Yeah, talk show host. <laughs> um, but anyway, the, the idea that. The vaccine isn't something, it's not like it's you're a force field and you can't get it. Correct. It's that if you get it, it doesn't affect you Your body as, knows severely, how to as severely. There's a reason that 90% of people that are in the hospital for COVID are unvaccinated. 
because if you have it, you are less likely, not impossible, but less likely to have severe enough symptoms to require Your chances of hospitalization and, and dying we is We noticed that dropping. the cases as vaccinations were growing, the cases are lower because people, even when they do contract it, don't feel as if they've gotten it, so they don't go get the test. Number of people that are like, I don't feel good. It's a possibility they contracted COVID as a vaccined person have the minor effects where you feel, you know, you don't run and make sure you figured out you have the flu or not. And when you get the flu, right? Right. Mm-hmm. You're not running to, you know, you don't, you don't get a um, flu test. Yeah. We don't get a <laughs> flu test. We, we do <laughs> when you go to the hospital and be like, I feel like I have the flu and I'm, I'm blacking out. I'm throwing on the hospital runs the test and says, yeah, you have the flu. That number gets reported to the CDC and the who the numbers that were so who, who yeah, the World Health Organization. Oh, not oh, the rock band? That, that's been the rock band. Because, <laughs> you know. <laughs> he's, he's busy with his shirt open playing Why am I getting this paper <laughs> again? Yeah. <laughs> they're not. Why they're is he British Middle Eastern? Yeah, they're not Middle Eastern. <laughs> what is this? I'm to the who. I don't, I don't know who the who are. Um, uh, it goes to Doctor Who. Yes. <laughs> one of the 15 different ones that all want to quit. Uh, the, the vaccination thing is liability. Yeah, because if you go to Dodger Stadium and you contract it, and you die, you're going to sue the Dodgers. Yeah, because the Dodgers are telling you, oh, your family will. If you well, die, yeah. you, you can't True. sue them. Well, this is awesome. We got a ghost in here. Postmortem, but yeah, it's the it's the same thing with Disneyland. Yes, Disneyland's had a breakout. Remember the measles outbreak? Yeah, in Orange County, that yeah. was oh yeah, that was traced back to Disney. If anybody died of the measles, God forbid, you can sue Disney. Because Disney, by being open and by allowing customers to come in, is telling you we have a relatively acceptable, safe environment. Yes. And that's what the vaccination is. If if you're vaccinated, we're telling you everybody in here is vaccinated. If you get it, you're vaccinated, you're unlikely to go to the hospital. Correct. You still can. There's still some cases. You're unlikely to die. The right. number of vaccinated people that have died is extremely low, if it even exists at all. I have not seen the I number haven't seen itself, any numbers for vaccinated yeah. deaths. The deaths that There's we're seeing in this new surge are overwhelmingly unvaccinated people. Yeah, at one point there were 97% of the deaths were unvaccinated. Yeah, unvaccinated people. So the, the thing is, it's not like if you're vaccinated and you go to Hamilton, you're not going to get it. Correct. You can easily get it. Easily, you can easily get it as as easily as you could before. So, keeping those safety measures of distancing and masking and and washing your hands and making sure you're not you know hugging strangers and stuff are still very smart because you can still get it. Your symptoms, but are just when be you're less. vaccinated, you, the likelihood of you being seriously ill to where you require going to the hospital, which chokes on you, you can't go, uh, or dying is much lower. So there's nothing to sue anybody for. You, I, I'm going to sue you because I had a sore throat. No, that's not going to work. <laughs> but your family sues because the Pantages is telling you it's safe to come here as long as you're. And, and they they'll just walk into court and said we told everybody it's safe to come here as long as you're vaccinated. We told you you had to be vaccinated in order to come into the theater. This person wasn't vaccinated. They contracted COVID. They died. That's not our fault. The thing we is, we told that- them you have to be vaccinated. You can make the argument that the government's telling you to get vaccinated. <laughs> You know, Selena Gomez is telling you to be vaccinated, whatever. There's all these stars like, go get vaxxed, you idiots. Um, That even if you went to Disneyland and contracted it and died, even if Disney is telling you 
we didn't even bother to tell you whether you should have been vaccinated or not, but everybody else did. It's ridiculous. That's what the, 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 the Surgeon General's warning for smoking has actually helped tobacco companies going, you know, it's bad. It's all over the place. It's on the damn package. That's not our fault. You've made the choice to continue to, to, to mm-hmm. smoke something that on the package says can cause emphysema, heart disease, lung disease, and death. Death. This can kill you, and you still did it. I'm not going to be able to sue McDonald's. I should when I have a heart attack and I die because their fries are awesome, <laughs> but I can't because but McDonald's places- is like, didn't you see all the things telling you this isn't good for you? Here's the nutritional information. Do you know what's in a Big Mac? A lot. It's death. It's right there. It says it doesn't even have a calorie count. It just says death, <laughs> immediate death, it's right got there. Skull and crossbones. Exactly. And French I'm still fries barely eat it. have potatoes anymore in it. <laughs> um, I think that they're see like right now some of these places, most of these places are still saying that. Either show us your vax card or a negative test from forty within forty eight hours. You can't catch it in forty eight hours. So I have a feeling they're going to just that uh, negative test is going to be done away with before long. Oh, it's yeah, just yeah. going to be well, the, the Roxy card. doesn't even have the the COVID test option. It yeah. says you need to have these. Yeah, both. Have have well, we also we also saw that this week the, that the NFL did that. The Raiders did that for Allegiant Stadium. You have to be vaccinated in order to come into the stadium. Yeah. We ju- we just saw this week with uh, Comic Con, NYCC, uh, Emerald Con. You know, all for next year. Yeah, all of the cons are going to require a vaccinated. You have to be vaccinated and mask in order to come to their convention. That is going to piss cosplayers off like crazy. Yeah. Because like you're asking like if you're in a Deadpool costume, does that count as a mask? Yeah, but does it? Because it's it's not a it's not a medical grade mask. It's not even a cloth mask. Your really, cloth mask is not a medical grade. Cut. But it is 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 that but thing that covers your face? As long as it's facial covering, that's all that they care. But is it? It's a Deadpool mask, for example. Yeah. If well, you, you build it, it has a plastic shell, right? And to keep the shape of Deadpool's right. face. Did you and say Deadpool? Fa- Deadpool. Lose kind of a fool too, and there's a cloth covering it. Because yeah, remember, they is. did away with like bandanas and stuff. Yeah, yeah all the, the things they the, told you you weren't allowed to wear. <laughs> you can wear those now. Yeah, I was so remember we talked about stormtrooper helmets. But does that work? Because you know you can get it underneath, mm-hmm. and you can with a face shield too. And they've accepted face shields. That's true. Well, face usually shields, face shield they say, yeah, yeah, they say face shields. That well, I would you're say. probably telling you to wear a mask under your under your, your mask. God, could you? You know, store bad, trooper yeah. costume with a mask on mm. under it. I mean, that's the hell I put on that, that wedge helmet and that's just a helmet. It's not even over my face. I was sweating like crazy when I took that <laughs> off. I only wore it for a couple minutes. I can't imagine. Well, you remember when I did dread and yeah. pull that helmet off and it's just <laughs> the, the little hat that I'm wearing underneath on my hair is just soaked. Yeah. And I was like, well, you remember when I pulled my winter soldier arm off and it was yeah. just like water coming yeah. to hold his whole arm completely off. Bonk. So he, I mean, like, like a, I, I can't imagine that'd be the greatest cosplay. Just have like a very statuesque, you know, warrior-looking black woman come up to you and just on your arm, and then your left arm just falls off, just completely. That'd be so awesome. <laughs> just in the middle, you just have you walking down this and turn you chuk 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 well, this sucks. That's the ultimate cosplay. He cut off his left arm. To be if I ever lost my left arm, I would definitely do a prosthetic that's just the arm. That would be cool. So I want to find all those. Cool. I want to find my, all arm, those, uh... my left arm, which I'm left-handed. <laughs> yeah, no, that'd that's be great. <laughs> Commit. How dedicated are you yeah. to this? <laughs> you can be better than all the Deadpool Look, guys that I would pull ra- off their mask and they're good-looking human I'd... beings instead of looking like they had acid thrown <laughs> in their face. At that point, I would just tap my entire arm. 
before that. That's I'm, I'm actually but that's a tattoo. That's not metal. Yeah. It's not accurate at all. Yeah. <laughs> for well, someone who, who you for know what, someone who's like, I don't want to wear these these uh, plastic ones because the elbow you you see the elbow pop out <laughs> or something like that. When they make a prosthetic mechanical arm that actually works and you know has the full functionality. How much you close. got? You got about $300,000? Because <laughs> I'm sure they could do that for you now. Maybe I might think Somebody, about Remember that. the arm that uh, Robert Downey Jr. presented to that kid? Yeah. Like the forearm that did like everything? <laughs> yep. That's insane. If you got enough money. I'm sure, look, Elon Musk is making robots, so. <laughs> and I do love the thing that's like, why are you worried about these robots? Dude can't even build a tunnel correctly, so. <laughs> um, He did send a car into space. Vin Diesel hasn't done that yet. NASA did just uh, give SpaceX the uh, contract for the moon landing. Gotta go find the watcher. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go find Atalon. So CM Punk. <laughs> I love this, our, this is, this is by CM Punk went straight just, to the yeah the most there, there was something so there was up. something else that I, I, I saw or that was wanted talking about I wanted to I wanted to talking about I wanted to talk about but I totally forgot oh. I ran into Doug at the uh, Guns N' Roses concert. Yes, Doug's a big Guns N' Roses fan. And I didn't realize that, that he and I had that in common until I saw him. him I've only him. told you like three times. Did you? Yeah, I've told you a bunch of times. Oh, you did tell me because, yes. I told you because I, I I dared to say, I think he might be a bigger fan than you, and you stormed out of the room or something like that. <laughs> threw a tantrum. Um, Got down on the floor and was like, Wing! It's funny because I saw him and his sister standing outside the bathroom, and I thought it was his wife. Mm-mm. And she goes, we must not know you very well if he thinks that, you're, that I'm your wife. When you when that was in the thread, I was like, I don't think his wife went. I'm yeah. pretty sure Jackie didn't go. Because I don't think Jackie's a fan at all. Yeah, so he, it was funny because he goes, yeah. And he, he goes, no, he's a friend of a friend. But he, when we were sitting there talking, I asked him about Suicide Squad. And he goes, I didn't really like it. He, he, he thought it was all right. He thought it was all right. That's what he told me. And, and I said, I, I kind of felt it was going to be that way because the, it's... Like I said, it's the best Marvel movie DC's made. Yeah, and he's not—he likes the Marvel films, but he's not a huge fan. So, I think that's probably part of it, whether it's subconscious or not, is that he felt like he was watching a Marvel film, and that's why he was upset because it wasn't a DC. Film. And that was why—that was specifically why DC tried to do a different direction with their universe because they didn't want people to feel they went to a Marvel movie. But I have seen a lot of people that have said they like the original Suicide Squad movie better than this. Yeah, those people are idiots. <laughs> those people are idiots. Because Some they of... think that it's a Marvel movie. Yeah. You know, they don't they watch the DC universe because they like that crap. Yeah. No, because they like crap. It's not like that crap. <laughs> they like crap. Someone someone put their rankings up and and I realize now I'm like, oh look, I've I've seen four of these now. Uh but all of these seem awful outside of Suicide Squad and maybe the first Wonder Woman, which again the last third of the first Wonder Woman film is a total mess. Yeah. Oh, the first third of it actually is not my favorite either. <laughs> the middle of Wonder Woman is awesome. Look, there were two scenes in Wonder Woman that were amazing. Even the trench scene's a little overblown, but I was just like, okay. <laughs> it's so funny is though, because most DC fans like the opening and closing of Wonder Woman and didn't like the middle part. How can anyone like that ending? That ending is awful. I hated that ending. That ending was terrible. For the first one? Yeah. yeah. It's awful. Like they just, the whole it's Ares all those fight. They miss, they miss so much by having Ares actually reveal himself as the villain instead of having a different villain. Give me somebody else. Yeah. Give me a minion that she has to fight and realize that it's not the boss. Because again, the end of it when she defeats Ares is like, okay, war's done. Yeah. It's over. Well, 
obviously not. So d- does World War II not exist in the in the DCU? Maybe it doesn't. I don't mm-hmm. know. They don't really address it. There's no point where Bruce turns to Diana in Justice League and goes, man, it would have sucked to have another World War, wouldn't it? I'm glad you killed Ares. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's mad about anything anymore. Yeah. Because it's intimated in the film that he's the reason that World War One existed. That's Pretty the much, reason yeah. all these people... And she beats him, so it's over. Like, the war's over, right? Cause, mm-hmm. And it's one of the things that, even as a kid, always bothered me with superhero stuff is because it, it dimin- I'm Lex Luthor, where it diminishes the, the human experience. Yeah. You know, that the, the war wasn't won by soldiers. It was won by Wonder Woman. Like, really? But then the flip side is, you know, if Superman exists during the Gulf War, why is there a Gulf War? Right. Like, he can't... <laughs> Hey, uh, can, well, they, you, can you stop Saddam from burning those fields? Yep, hold on. All right, we're done. Well, when you look at the battle, you know, the, the military battle sequence within Wonder Woman, when they're pretty much stuck, you know, within the trench, and she just walks out there, takes off her cloak, and just... Yeah, you know. as a small moment of it, yes. But yes. it's sort of like the Captain America thing. There's only so much that Cap can do when all of Europe is at war. He can't mm. be at every battle. Right. But he can pick and choose, and that's sort of the the justice league thing and the Avengers thing that they have is, well, you can either save the earth by like making sure everybody's fed, or you can stop the guy who has a glove on his hand that could kill everybody in half a second. So what do you want to do? Well, we'll go take that care of that guy. You figure out how to feed these people. Mm-hmm. And then when we come back from killing that guy, Oh, a nihilist is here and he's going to take over. The- <laughs> okay. we got to go. So, all right. All the, the red skull has the cosmic cube and he's going to change the world into, Hey, yeah. the Germans won world war two. And, Every time I ever watch that, I'm like, why didn't you go back to World War One? Every story that has that, that's just like, no, what if the Germans won World War Two? What if the Germans won World War One? How about that one? You know, well, if the German oh, talking about what ifs, what if the Germans would have won World War One? You don't have World War Two. Exactly. Europe is under German rule for a long time. <laughs> Not or World you War don't II. have the Nazis then. You don't have the Nazis. Yeah. The well, Jews Yeah, because you know, the Nazi the Nazi movement, Adolf Hitler, was born out of the right. the yes. the um punishments that Germany had to face from World War One. Yeah, because when you try to take over all of Europe, people usually don't let you get away with it. Oh God, is that what is that what's happening now? Yeah. As I said, like as soon as as soon as Donald Trump lost, all those people were like, "Oh, we're going to start a new." So if he would have won, we'd have just had four more years of him, and that would have been it. Yeah, because then he couldn't. Well, then they would have told. I mean, they tried to rewrite the Constitution anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Doug Pence can can rewrite. I don't know how election laws work, but Trump is Jesus. Well, that was, I don't uh, want to end on that old, note. <laughs> that's the, the old um, uh, the the what's wrong with Guy Fieri th- uh, comedy bit that I always tell is, you know, like what you just a bunch of dudes who like Nickelback don't want to piss those guys off. That's how we got into this mess. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like it was a direction. I mean, nobody got it, and I didn't even get it until the second time I listened to it. I'm like, oh yeah, he's talking about Trump. Yeah, and it's just a bunch. And and I said this on election night. I said the things like, so you basically told everyone for eight years that they were racist because they didn't agree with Obama. You told them that their count, their opinions didn't count. You told them that their votes don't count. Did you not think they were going to show up in <laughs> right. 2020 and be like, hey, you, you thought Bush was bad? Check out this fucker. This guy is awesome. Well, he hates like- everybody. He thinks that he can walk in the middle of the street, rape a woman, and shoot somebody and get away with it. And he's going to be the president of the United States. Jokes on you, libtard, then just walks away. Well, it's just like right now with all of these new uh, voting, you know, laws that they're trying to put into effect. Do they not think that's going to piss people off that they're, you're telling them they can't vote? Do you think they're not going to show up in suburbia and start voting there? Well, that that's what. Well, no, because they're not allowed to. That's part of the law. You can only vote no, within you. your own place. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to vote. I wouldn't be able to cast my national vote in Los Angeles County. 
if I was if I was uh, living in uh, Georgia. You have to vote within your county. You have right. to vote in your county. I mean, you do anyway because it's on the list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like they're trying to do the idea of like if I mailed my ballot from work. Right. It could te- technically be invalidated because I'm mailing it from the wrong county. Right. It's just BS. Yeah. And it's I, I love people that are just like, no, no, this, it's the way people want this. Lower class wants because they want to be able to ensure that their votes counted. No, you're literally telling people you can't vote yeah. without an ID. You can't vote without a special ID. You can't vote without, you know. And then, of course, when they say you can't vote without a vaccination card. No, that's not allowed. <laughs> yeah, right. You can't. Like, yeah, it's because you're, you're not, not, vac- you're you're not, not allowed in a, vo- a voting center with, without having a vaccination you to, card. You have to you have to mail it. Mm-hmm. No, I got to go and tell everybody. You need to make sure I'm parked in an elementary school with a flag on the back that says Trump. And then the next one has a Confederate flag. And whatever. <laughs> hey, anything else happened this week? God, I hope not. <laughs> I'm so I'm so I'm so tired from this week. God, we did so much this week. I'm just you went to two places in L.A. Calm down. I was working and yeah. my car being repaired. You, and <laughs> you didn't do anything for your car being repaired. Did you have to just push it? <laughs> Ethan did. Ethan did. Yeah, I should be the one that's tired. Yeah, you even took a nap in the van <laughs> as we're driving to work. <laughs> you shouldn't be tired. <laughs> Ethan's driving me around and I'm taking that to the car. Yeah, no, you're fine. You're fine. It's I, just like like <laughs> that day that we went to Frankenson's and then downtown and we came home. We're like, that should not have wiped us out. No, we should. I just want to go home. That's just because <laughs> we're in a hole. Yeah. Wait till you go to Disneyland and spend the whole day there now. Why do you think I started walking again? <laughs> Gotta get, you like, gotta get those yeah. steps in. Get no, because I, I mean, even even work. Like I said, free comic book day was last weekend, and I worked six days for the first time in forever. And even though it was much smaller and there wasn't as much to do, man, Sunday I was wiped. Mm. I was get out. an eye watch and let it tell you to stand up and move every day. Every I don't need an minutes. eye watch. I can sit there and be like, oh, I can't feel my left leg anymore. I better stand up. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> sitting in certain positions affects a lot more of my body. No. I took just, you just adjust yourself and do one of these. Okay, That's, I'm good. You'll see that with my right leg all the time. I took 10 naps in four hours. Wait, something's wrong. <laughs> no, uh, tip to all the kids out there. Don't break your neck. Whatever you do. Don't have your C6 vertebrae compress your spine for four months. Yeah, that's generally a good rule. We're not yeah. leaving. We're not ending on a good note here. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. I'm fucked for the rest of my life. Whatever. I don't know if I can go to a Dodger game. I don't know if I can walk down those stairs. Fun any time. more kind of, any kind of another what if? No. I what if Ethan was a professional wrestler? I wouldn't be here. He would, <laughs> he would know. He'd probably be on the road somewhere. He would know, no, he wouldn't know his contract status at all times. Yes. <laughs> and he'd walk away with the belt because he wouldn't care. Like, F you, Vince McMahon, my belt. <laughs> on that note, we're going to wrap things up. <laughs> so make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Instagram as Nerdables and on Twitter as Nerdables Show. So for Chris, Ethan, and Mikey, I'm R.A. saying we will talk to you next time.